Is it too late? Tú lo siento. Is it too late? I think it's free lunch time. Well, free lunch, Alex. A, a hungover woe free lunch. This is a dusty, this is a dusty free lunch. A calm, dusty, ASMR like yeah. free lunch. It's just nice. It's just nice and chill. Yeah. Today, mm. we will be calling for our free lunch. Yes. We'll be calling Restaurant Hubert. 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 I can't do the French. Hubert. 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 So the E and the R and the T. The T's silent, but you've got to almost do this movement with your mouth. You've got to go Hubert. Hubert. That's better. Is that better? Hubert. Okay, Matt. All right. So sweet. we're calling there because I've been there before. Mm. And a big shout out to Restaurant Hubert. Hubert. Because uh, I think the last time I was there, I took a lovely lady out for a day. Nice. It cost us about $600. Okay. Uh, and it was worth every fucking penny. Like, this place is mint, but they do- 600, did you say? About $600 was the bill, yeah. What the fuck? We went we went hard. On what, dude? 600 Yeah, on a lot of food and a lot of drinks. Yeah, we Was it more drinks? Uh, it was actually 50-50. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they do these really nice sort of um, lunch specials and early evening specials, which mm-hmm. is very affordable, but their dinner menu, their a la carte menu, mm-hmm. oh, Dude, it is phenomenal, and the price fucking reflects that. Do you, do you split the bill? Uh, we did that night. Yeah, six hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "How about I take food and you take drinks?" And she was like, "I can do that." But I had just I had a an, a, an acting gig that had paid me out the nose. Oh, nice. And That's actually, mad. to be honest, I'm 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 actually I'm not giving enough credit. She offered to split it. Do you have you ever come across a woman that insists on you paying? Um, or like, have you felt the vibe where it's like, oh, she wants me to pay for the whole thing? Have you had that? Yes. You have? Yeah. I've never had that. Well, let me tell you something. That doesn't last long. What was the vibe? Was she like, you need to pay? It was just, she'd, she'd order and then stand all the way back. What? Yeah, she'd order and then sort of take three steps back. <laughs> it was like, so she, she'd go like, yes, I'd like this, I'd like this, and I'd like this, Ooh. and then take a couple paces back. Yeah, I'll have like, like that and then sort look of- you go. Resigned to just be like, well, he's he's got it. He's the man. He's got the movie that I hated, and he's gonna also pay for the double scoop of coconut gelato. I'm not gonna finish. Oh shit! And I was like, mm, all right. She didn't finish the gelato that you paid for. Didn't finish the gelato. What I hated the, the movie. Fuck. What was the movie? La La Land. I love La La I Land. Loved La La Land, dude. No, yeah, that's how, how I, could... That's how I knew it wasn't gonna work. Cause I walked down that being like, that is such an incredible depiction of trying to find your art and your voice and how it can really make personal relationships suffer and mm. trying to find the truth and honesty and the mutual love that and comes. Also, it bangs. The music bangs. Yeah, dude. come on. But she left just being like, I didn't get it. I'm like, fuck, fuck you, dude. Fucking hell. All right. Yeah, no, this isn't going to work. That sucks. I'm so sorry that that is the memory that you have attached to La La Land. But then also, yeah, to be like, give me the double, to go double scoop and then step three, to go like single scoop. I'm not I'm not trying to be a bitch about this. Mm-hmm. Take a single scoop. But they, they go, hey, do you want to make that a double? And she goes like, yeah, I want to fucking make that a double. And then take a couple steps back. Yeah, I'll make that a double. The guy that is a struggling artist that works in a cafe, he's yeah. good for it. Dude with the hole in his in the thigh part of his jeans. had my black jeans on and they had a hole in it. He's like, He'll take care of this. You look back, she fucking looks back at you and there's just like coins falling out of your fucking pockets <laughs> yeah, and shit. I, I think that comedians specifically have a, a, a bit of a high bar when it comes to whether someone's interesting or not. But also, I have noticed that because everyone is consuming very similar content all the time, mm. coming across a genuinely boring individual, date or no date, is very jarring. A genuinely boring person. Well, it depends on what you consider boring, right? 
Like what is so someone so someone who just doesn't like the same things that you do or someone that just is not passionate like what do you mean Um I have I have a I actually have like a a, a criteria a mold for this Okay yep The mold is an old flatmate of mine mm-hmm. whose hobbies were his favorite hobby was walking That was his number one hobby I, I need to clarify That is so dog shit holy fuck I need to clarify something here not hiking just walking walking going for a walk And every now and then that walk will be on a hill but walking. That is so incredibly nothing. But is it, did you ever interrogate him about it? Was it like a meditative thing for him? Did he like his own thoughts? This was the conversation walking. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm getting into walking. Getting into walking. I'm getting into walking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even fucking with you. I'm getting into walking. I'm really getting into walking mm. these days. Imagine dragons listening, fucking dry sausage, veg-eating piece of fucking shit. His favorite band was Imagine Dragons. It was, yeah, yeah, that was one of them. That is some mad. Going my fa- uh, my favorite band, my favorite activity is walking while listening to the Imagine Dragons. You have to be an NPC, dude. We um, it's like who's your favorite person on Instagram? The Rock. You're not real. <laughs> You're not real, dude. He felt like a glitch, and also like his girlfriend was um. It, 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 the most, the most, the, one of the dullest women I've ever met in my life. Mm. Um, they would make the worst food, and then I would fucking cook because I can cook. Mm-hmm. Offer it too spicy, uh-huh. and it's not spicy at all. It's just got flavor. A mm-hmm. real, a, a couple of real salt and pepper whites, as I call them. Interesting. Some NPC whites. Some genuine NPC whites, and that had NPC sex because I could hear it through the wall. Isn't it interesting that only white people have the capacity to be NPCs? Because you never meet like a Korean NPC. I don't know. There's a lot of Chinese people. Uh, but you, there's always something about them. Yeah, <laughs> you can yeah. tell something's going on behind the eyes. No, no, but they would. There would be NPC equivalents in 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 China, but in maybe China. just because it's different to us. Yeah, yeah. Because like every time I go to like fucking any sort of like Chinese grocer, even like at the checkout, like the guys giving me attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're, they're not happy to see anyone. Yeah. I'm like, well, there's an inner life here. Oh, dude. There's a history. There's a backstory to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You came. You probably came over here. There's something interesting that's going on in your life. Mm. But like, for instance, there's plenty of spots all over the world that have their own equivalent of NPCs. Like you could go to, you go to, you go to Spain and be like, oh, what do you do? Well, every day, you know, I get up and I eat some, uh, I eat some uh, cured meat. I take a mm. sleep between two and four. And then I listen to uh, Lille Imaginino Dragionis. Imaginino Dragionis. And then I sometimes I go to the beach. I'm waking up. I feel it in my bones. Ooh, ooh, to let my system blow. Los oh. Radioactivo. <laughs> Los Radioactivo. <laughs> Yo, welcome to the new age. <laughs> to the new age. Welcome to the new age. Los <laughs> Radioactivos. My favorite band, Un Republic. <laughs> Un Republico. <laughs> Un Republico. <laughs> you can be the greatest. You can be the best. I'm giving all those secrets away. <laughs> Is it too late to lo siento? <laughs> Is it too late? <laughs> Mañana el lo siento. Dude. I'll tell you what, that I think is actually pretty accurate because all of like the, when I used to work at like cafes and stuff, 
the the foreigners like the people from spain and france the backpackers they love those songs because it mm. was just like a hype pop you know what i yeah. mean semi-motivational yeah as well they would be like my friend you have to listen to one republic and then yeah. they would play you can the fucking will i am song yeah you can be the greatest you can be the best and oh, you see them yeah. standing there like it's fucking hitting so hard with them they're just like Dude, yeah. different different groups of people need different things from their music because it's not when, it's not cringe to them. It's not cringe to them. When I was a young chico, no, no, no. What was I going to say? Um, <laughs> when I was uh, when I was living in Barcelona, mm-hmm. one of my flatmates was this uh, Argentinian bloke mm. who was over there as well. I can't remember his name, but down his back, I saw him with his shirt off once because we were fucking. Uh, no, we weren't. Um, but he was on the balcony, and he had down his back the sweet disposition temper trap monologue. A moment, a time, a dream, a wow. life, a kiss, a cry, a, a moment of... And he had, like, this weird picture of what I assume was his grandma or whatever. Sure, okay. And I was like, oh, temper trap. He was like, hey, see, <laughs> yeah, <Okay. laughs> yeah the, the temper is uh, it's hot. And I'm like, no, no, the temper trap, sweet disposition. He goes, oh, you like my tattoo? Mm. And I'm like... Yeah, dude, it's a it, that's an Australian band. It's Temp Trap. It's a it's sweet disposition. He was like, I saw it on the world tattoo shop in Argentina. It's, I got it. It's forever now. And I'm like, dude, you were gonna love this fucking song. <laughs> and then I played in the song, and he was like, it's the best thing I ever heard. <laughs> sure I'm like, I hope so. It's down your back. He's like, oh my god, it's like the I have a dream speech with a beat. <laughs> That was his name. What? His name was Hugo. Hugo. So you know he was only Argentinian. He, his family has only been Argentinian since 1945. Right. He's one of those Argentinians. Uh-huh. Well, you know, he speak like this. And his father speak like this. Uns, his grandfather, <laughs> speak like this. Yes, I love the Argentina. The femboyification of a Nazi. The femboyification of a Nazi. <laughs> Who knew that moving to Argentina would murder the Nazi dream so hard? You start as like, yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the Schandartenfuhrer yeah. of a genocidal war machine. Great grandfather, I'm mm. a bubble butt Latino. Yeah, my grandfather was Nazi. I am a CC. He wears high <laughs> boots. I wear high socks. <laughs> He's different. He's very different. But yeah, there's there's definitely NPCs and other. There's got to be NPCs and other cultures. To them, it would be. I guess to us, it doesn't look like NPCs because it's like, it's usually it's usually just a little bit. What's the word I'm looking for? Like when you meet a backpacker or something, they have like a like more of like a enthusiastic energy. So yeah. what would be basic to them, yeah, in their country, isn't basic here. Dude, I, I was like that when I was traveling overseas. You were the shiny, like, new thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was just like, everything here's so cool. I love it so much. Mm. I was going absolutely... I was doing the classic bullshit in France, mm-hmm. where I was like, the bread here is so good. The cheese here is amazing. The women are so hot. We drink wine at 10 in the morning. Yeah. This is crazy. And they're all just like, this is what we do. If I have a cigarette, shut up. Because I reckon that's, like, the most Australian thing you could do, is, like, talk shit about Australia here. And yeah. then go over and get the fucking Southern Cross board shorts. Oh, yeah. How you going, cunt? What's this? Yeah. A fromagerie? A fromagerie? Fuck, yeah, I'll have some of that. Yeah. Is that like a patisserie? Oh, fuck, that's good. Fuck, that's not bad, <laughs> Do you eh? know the only place I've ever really wanted to do that is America. 
Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. plenty of Australians in Europe, and there's plenty of Australians in Japan, mm-hmm. and they love you in Japan because you're not American. Yeah, and then you go to America, and I just want to be like, get out, can't hey, go and just have one of them hash waffle brown things. Yeah, love yeah, it. that's fun. Yeah, thanks. Go, mate. Oh, an Australian. Wow, well, that's a bloody shiny little well, gun you got. Good there. to see you guys out of lockdown, huh? <laughs> yeah, man, it was pretty bloody rough. It was hard yakka, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, right. you got a brekkie menu. When I went to Serbia, that's the thing. So what's basic here, not basic over there. When I went to Serbia, the number one... I want you to guess what the number one question I was asked by the Serbians when they found out I live in Australia now. When did you go? What year? Uh, not important, honestly. But, oh, okay. but I would have been 15. So what is that, like 2012? Yeah. Right, okay. So Maybe 2013. The number one question they asked you was in Australia. Yeah. So what is the price of goat? <laughs> Have, not yeah. far away. <laughs> You're actually not far oh, away. Oh, really? In, not necessarily in the area, but take another guess. Okay, okay. Has it got something to do with fresh fruit? No, it's an animal. It's an animal. Oh, um, do you uh, have any kangaroos? Exactly. Yeah, do you have any kangaroos? Number one question. I must have gotten it like 150 times. Yeah. Where it's like, you ever see kangaroo? And and at the beginning I hadn't. Yeah. Oh right. really? I was like I was like oh yeah maybe in the zoo right? Yeah. Like whatever. But I like question like fifteen. I was like I fucking love kangaroos because yeah. you would see them get excited about it. Yeah. They'd be like you. I'd be like oh yeah. Every now and again you'd see a kangaroo if you went to like the zoo or something. Yeah. You don't really see them around, and uh, and everyone's like oh. Them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was disappointing. So by 15, I was like, they're everywhere. <laughs> and they would be like, no way. It's like the posters. And you, I'd be like, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. dude. This fucking kangaroo is fucking everywhere. Dude, I had the best answer for that in Europe. Because, yeah. like, where the house I grew up in, in uh, Kapalabar, we backed onto bush. So we'd have kangaroos and wallabies on our walk to school. Because we could take the back way through the bush. We'd see koalas. The koalas would be mating at night. So you'd always hear that yeah. noise. We'd have possums climb over our back fence. Mm. And then we'd holiday on North Stradbroke Island. And so then it was like, is there a lot of sharks? And I'm like... Saw sharks all the fucking time. Saw man. kangaroos on my walk to school. Uh, yeah, you're the perfect Australian for them. Perfect Australian for that. It's like, yeah, man, I had a couple of bloody coast calls of a shark. And you know what I mean? Like I went for a swim and then at two hours later, there was one apparently mm. in the same area. You know, got pretty close. Yeah, because they, they, they want you to lie to them as well. This is the thing. It's like they, they're giving you the layup to become the sickest guy in the circle. Yeah. And it's rude to bat that away. Because they want you to be the, the alpha dog for a second where it's like, talk about nearly getting fucked up by a shark. Yeah. Talk about a fist fight with a kangaroo. Yeah. Do something, make it fucking sick. And for you to be like, nah, I don't really live in that area. Like, uh, you don't understand. Like, I'm in marketing. I live, my house is on Queen Street in the yeah. city. I don't really <laughs> catch kangaroo. It's like, it's disappointing. They want you to be the outback legend. But it's odd to me because like, also at the same time, because that was the experience of everyone in, that I went to school with anyway. And then even when I went to school in Rochdale, that was all farmland. So there was wallabies and kangaroos and fucking cows and shit. Mm. I'm like, yeah, this is how every Australian grows up. You grow up seeing wallabies on your walk to school. Yeah, right. Do you, do you, do you remember the pedophile panic of the early noughties? Um, vaguely. Because I, I was still like prime pedophile beta at the time. So I wasn't watching that's the news. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 I thought I was too. Right. Um, I thought I was a hot hot piece of ass. Mm-hmm. But then I remember my biggest memory from walking to school wasn't actually 
the wallabies or the kangaroos. It was the fact that we had to know every single thing. It was the pedophiles house. dressed as wallabies and kangaroos. <laughs> Dude, I hate when I was walking to see a kangaroo and then like the seedy man and aviators would climb out of the pouch. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Come in here, kids. I've got candy. Not going to get me. That's the, that's, the stere- that's the fucking lie that I'm going to perpetuate next time I go to Europe. Uh, but like, there are kangaroos. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. Man. It's a pedophile dressed as a kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> It's even more dangerous than you than you originally thought. Yeah, man. You are going to want to punch him in the face, but also this yeah. kangaroo drives a van, so yeah. you've got to get the exactly. fuck out of there. It's like, what about the crocodiles? All pedophiles. All pedophiles. All aquatic pedophiles. Every animal in Australia, bar maybe a rat. <laughs> or even ironically... Then, the science isn't back on that? The science isn't back on that. It's crazy. All animals are rock spiders, except for the rock spiders. <laughs> they actually... They don't even hurt you. They take care of the flies. But the actual rock spiders, yeah, dude. I remember a little while ago. You ever you ever been attacked by a drop bear? It's a mm. big hairy pedophile <laughs> that falls from a tree, <laughs> and you hope so- on the back end, fifteen years later, because of that experience, you'll make some good art. But you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what that will do to you. But that's Australia. Mate. That's the real dangerous animal in Australia. You got to be careful of those George Pelicans. What were you going to say about the pedophile crisis of two, the early 2000s? There was there was a period in Australiana where we would do these kids' safety houses. Mm. So, And I remember the rhetoric in primary school being so full on. It's like mm. people, hey, people want to fuck you, okay? And they mm. will probably kill you afterwards. You are so hot to some people. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to go get in their car. Just a bunch of seven-year-olds in grade two. Like, uh-huh. Sorry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this makes sense. Did you get that? Did you get that, Keegan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. And so there was this scheme called the Kids Safety Houses. It was a gold badge with a, and you would put it on your letterbox to signify that you had a safe house for a kid mm-hmm. if they were in trouble. Oh, which that's is right. fucking ridiculous I when you this. actually think about it. I remember this now. <laughs> Because then what happened was... Do you want to finish it? Tell me. Tell me. I want to bring it home. Bring it home. We're putting safety house stickers <laughs> on their letterbox. And so if you were two smart pedophiles... Oh, dude. You would pull up next to a kid near that house. The kid would run into the house... And then both of the pedophiles oh, would be there. Oh, my God, dude. And you would never be seen or heard from again. Fuck! How long did it take? How long did it take until the government was like, pedophiles have completely repurposed our idea, and it's their main weapon now? At least the seven years I was in primary school, it took them seven years to figure. I don't that know out. the official, but I can tell you right now, there was at no point in primary school where I did not walk past a kids' safety house uh, plaque on the fucking letterbox. I cannot believe that got through the drafting phases, because of course, it takes just like one pedophile to be like. Oh, yeah, I got a safe house. Yeah. I don't know I have a clean criminal record. Because mm. I'm using a... What do you call it? A, a wild, what, do you, what do you call that? Uh, VPN. Because I'm using a VPN before they were invented. <laughs> yeah, because a VPN does seem like something a, a pedophile would have made up. Yeah. Yeah. I like it when you... Do you remember when incognito browsing... Mm. They were... <laughs> You know, you open incognito browsing in Chrome for the first time. It's like, here are some suggestions for how to use incognito browsing. Maybe researching a birthday par- a party for a partner. And it's like, we- shut up. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Just have incognito browsing so you feel a little better. Yeah. Like, that's it. And also the icon for incognito browsing looks pedophilic. It's a mask. As well. uh, no, I think it's uh, one uh, like a hat, like a fedora and like glasses. Oh. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, that is it. Sorry. I, I, but that I, is also how I jack off. <laughs> <laughs> I wear a hat. I wear a fedora and I put some glasses on and I get it. I get to it. And I go, hmm. Let's see here. Looking for some evidence. Hmm. See. I've got a hunch. I'm horny. I've got a hunch. <laughs> I've got a little suspicion that I'm getting a little bit bricked up. <laughs> that is one of the maybe all-time historic failures. Is the pedophile free house? Yeah. Yeah. What's it called again? Kids safety. Kids safety house. Kids safety house. Yeah. That's so horrible, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just, in hindsight, it was just fucking weird. It was just also odd, like, like hearing so much of that rhetoric. Well, because we, because the fear was so strong. Because I remember being like, I am hunted. I'm being, that's what I'm it felt being, like. I'm being hunted. Yeah. In bet- on the walk to and back from school, mm. keep your head on a swivel. Pedophiles are going to try fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, a bit of fight or flight is healthy sometimes. It is. It is. I think I also I have a vague memory of someone someone saying, "Hey, your mum came, told me to come pick you up." Ooh, I have a vague. Me- move. I have a vague memory of mm. that, and you just be like, "No, thank you. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm good." And just keep walking because it was a real thing. They really drilled it into you. They're like, yeah, "There's they pedophiles." Yeah, and they hang out here. Yeah, and we're gonna say that every day. But you're not going to see a single cop car. Yeah. <laughs> so we're yeah, just exactly. going to just go with it. It's on you. It's on you, man. If you see a pedophile, this is in my, in my school. They're like to a bunch of seven-year-olds. Like, if you see a pedophile, it's time to make a citizen's arrest. <laughs> Walk home in twos or threes. Get in the car and then be like, I'm making a citizen's arrest. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, we got drilled into us this fear from early on. So no wonder like there are people that just like collect Funko Pops like well into their 30s now. Because yeah. we weren't allowed childhoods. <laughs> we weren't allowed just when people were like oh why don't you play outside like we did it's like because pedophiles didn't exist before the 90s yeah they were not a thing or if they were it, you were just it was playful it's like yeah that's the street pedophile don't get at him. least if the, no pedophiles existed before the 90s but they married the kid they- <laughs> you know what I mean Oh, this is a fun segue. Mm-hmm. So, like, because I, I, I think we were talking about this a couple of days ago, that news story of that uh, woman who's in her mid to late 20s uh, who has a condition where she's sort of trapped in the body of an eight-year-old. Mm. And she's sort of, she'd be about three foot five. She looks like a very tired, coffee-drinking, public transport-taking eight-year-old. That's right. And a man, also in his mid to late 20s, slid into her DMs and now they're together. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, he's, he's a massive pedophile. Yeah. And they're saying that like that's a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're saying it like like he's actually not doing the right thing for a pedophile. Despite the fact she's overage and she's saving him from a life of crime. Exactly. It's like, no, this is this is this is God's favorite pedophile. Exactly. exactly. This guy this guy has he's gonna become a better person yeah. now. He's a vegan pedophile. He's a vegan pedophile. He's on Beyond Children. Yeah, he's a- <laughs> He's eating tofu, kids. Yeah, he's like, I can't believe it's not a seven-year-old. Yeah, I, can't, yeah, I can't believe it's not a seven-year-old. <laughs> Dude, it's the feel-good story of 2023. Yeah. She saved him. <laughs> she saved him from being a horrible stain on society. For real. She is his methadone. It's perfect. Yeah, it's like, what, what, what else would you like him to do? What do you want him to do? Give me a successful alternative. You can't. Let me think here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Probably committing suicide in his mid to late 30s because he can't take the emotional right. anguish. Exactly. And that's best case scenario. On the whiteboard. So. <laughs> so what have we got here? We have um, commit heinous crimes against humanity, uh, destroy innocence of several, become an internet freak with a VPN, or 
fall in love with an adult woman that looks like my fantasy. Hmm. <laughs> and end a life of torture and potential crime and destruction of lives and youth. Yes. Well, the VPN's only four ninety nine a month. Yeah, this is hard. <laughs> oh, this Coffee is rough. break. Oh, this is really tough. Do you know what? Do you know who probably suggested that idea to him? Mm. His psychiatrist. He's like, I'm really struggling with these feelings. I just want to end my own life because I know they're wrong. I can't help it. I'm really, really struggling. And the psychiatrist is like, well, there's a there's this meme I've seen <laughs> of this of this girl who's 25. Mm-hmm. She looks like an eight year old. An eight year old that probably has a job in construction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Heavy bags. Mm-hmm. She's but she's she's 25, but yeah. she looks eight. Slide into those DMs, dude. Because yeah. this might you have one shot. You got to take it. This is potentially the last train out for you. This is the last train out. Put your entire back into this. Yeah. Godspeed, I guess. Godspeed. Because that's it. It's either... Because the way I look at it is that she also might be the cure. Right? Yeah. Like, because she looks like a child, but she's an adult. Yes. Right? And she behaves like an adult and has boundaries like an adult. Mm. And I wonder if that part of his brain that's into kids will then be able to transition into liking adults because she behaves like an You know what I mean? Yeah. She might be the cure. Right. Interesting. Like, she's the vaccine. She's the vaccine. She she could be the pedophile vaccine. Like, I'm watching The Last of Us right now. Yeah, and she you know could how, be that. You know how they got the fucking... They're carrying the little girl around? Yeah. She might be the, the cure? She's that. She's that, but instead of clickers, it's pedophiles. Yeah. That might be that might be the way forward because then when if they if they separate he can transition onto dwarves, and, <laughs> and then eventually a full grown, Exa- a full grown woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pro dwarf. I'm pro dwarf. I, we're all pro dwarf. Yeah, we're all. Pro, but I just think in terms of like in the context of like a you would as a dwarf I think you would be like, you would get sick of, uh, like pedophiles hitting you up. I think you probably would too. You probably would. You get sick of... Well, I mean, okay, so you say that, but, like, there's no 35-year-old dwarf with fucking five o'clock shadow walking out of whatever accountancy firm he got a job in and sure. just be like, oh, fuck, another dude in his 60s hitting me up thinking I'm 12. You don't think so? Not if you got fucking... Not if you got stubble and glasses and you look like the weight of the world. Yeah, but if you're a pedophile, I don't think you have that much choice. Yeah, you're a bit done. You know what I mean? You, I think you would see the stubble and be like, I'll close my eyes. Yeah, yeah, but that's also like, but it, that's also kind of like going to Macca's and being like, can I please get a quarter pounder? And they're like, best we can do is a fillet of fish. And you're like, I'm going to Hungry Jack's. But if you, have, if you haven't eaten for oh, yeah, hold on. years, <laughs> you're like, a fillet of fish will be just fine. All I've done is talk to fillet of fish <laughs> online. I need a, I need an actual I need, I need an actual fillet of fish. Yeah, is that the best you can do? They go, it's literally all we have. Mm. You'll be like, well, I'm really not in a position to choose. I'm gonna so eat, I'm gonna eat this with a blindfold on. I'm gonna have ten fillet of fishes. Yeah, maybe I can eat this while Bluey's on in the background. <laughs> I can sort of make this. I can make this work somehow. I think. Uh, yeah, how you going, man? I'm Greg. Oh, just shut fuck, up, dude. Just get in the van. Can you put Fucking on this? Can hell. you put on this Iliad State School cap for me, please? Look, we both know why we're here. <laughs> just fucking work with me. First pedophile to ever try and hit on the dwarf. Hey, uh, do you want to get in the van? I have gold. <laughs> <laughs> I have heaps of. I've got me thrill. I went to this play oh, over yes. the weekend. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, our mutual friend was in the play. And before I go any further, it, I really need to make clear <laughs> their performance <coughs> was was great. Mm. Very engaging, natural performer, very good. And there was a few in the ensemble of about 13 of this amateur play mm-hmm. put on by a Sydney Uni Dramatic Society. Mm. There's about three of them in that group, and our mate included, that were clearly good actors. Mm. But in the same way that, you know, like, sometimes there's gold in dog shit. Mm. Like, it was one of the worst things I have ever seen. It made no sense. Mm. No one was wearing shoes. That drives me nuts. In the audience or on the stage? No, on the stage. Right, okay. Because it was like in a it was like in a uni theater where I assume that there was a conversation had shoes mark up the stage. Yeah. Well, it's like the all black stage. Yes, it was. Yes, all black stage. Yeah, that's what I was, that's the. Stu- but I remember that for it's like oh well okay maybe we do it but also it's like it could pro- provide like a bohemian like we're just working on it right now sort of vibe. Yeah, and it, hate that. It was you should have worked harder on this yeah. right now vibe. Wear shoes and rehearse. Thank you. Dude, there was a guy playing a business. And it was like one of the opening monologues. Come out like, hey, I'm a businessman. Hey. Yep. <laughs> it was sort of like this. It was English, but then it would fall into normal Australian and then it went back to English. Oh. And it was just, it was terrible. And then he broke a glass on stage because he committed too hard. On accident? Wait, that no, was, by accident. He, oh, uh, so he, he wasn't supposed to. Glass. No. You fucking legend. He, but he like just slammed it down and it didn't break in a cool way. It just fractured and went on the floor. And oh, then uh, he, the glass he clearly bitch. hurt his hand. Oh. But he did commit. My business hand. And he's wearing, like, he's playing this high-flying guy that owns all the water. And it's the it'll future. Be, it'll be fun. Like, you've, like, cut your hand up on stage, like, in character. Yeah. And you hear the stage manager be like, just work with it. Work it into the scene. Work, it. work it into the scene. He's like, ah, I'm, like, I'm going to kill myself with this glass. I'm going to... Not that far in. I'm going to kill someone else with this. Guy. No, 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 don't improv. I didn't mean that mo- that wide of a margin. And all the club, just, just look at them. You don't die in this play. Acknowledge that you're bleeding. I'm bleeding. Oops. This happens all the time. No, it doesn't. Just go with the insane. And by regularly, I mean irregularly. Just fucking, just cutting yourself with a glass and going, work with it, work with it. He's like, I have a million dollars. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't do it in character. If I was rich, I would do this for a million dollars. What the, f- you play, it's waiting for Goto. What the fuck are you doing? I, I hope Goto knows that <laughs> I, I am bleeding. A million dollars? <laughs> a million dollars. Oh, you fucked this entire thing, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and that <laughs> would have been so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a it's genuinely one of mine and Beck's favorite things to do is to go watch amateur theater, but not for the right reasons. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've been to a couple of those. And to be fair, I've been in some of those mm. that are just like, oh, this is a fucking train wreck. The, you can you can be good and be in bad shit, yeah. But um, most amateur theater I tend to kind of avoid. I just don't have the stomach for it. I can watch comics bomb. Yeah, well, it's hard because like theater is so long, and also to even to watch amateur theater is like thirty five dollars. Yeah, a comic's done in five minutes, and you knew someone, so you got in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and there's and there's always you can't stand at the back of the bar at a play. No. You know what I mean? You can't go to the like, bar either. People see you walk out. Yeah. And walking out of a play, 
very offensive. Walking out of a comedy gig, people just do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's part of the job. Yep. Which also it should be with theater. It should be like a fucking, like almost like old Greek where people just be like, "Nah, this fucking sucks," and then yeah. just walk out, and you had to get the public's attention. Yes. Or people are like, not only not only am I walking away, I'm gonna find some tomatoes and come back. <laughs> I'm only leaving in the interval to go to the fruit shop. Yeah, exactly. You're fucked in the second half. There's do you know what we don't go enough to? Fucking pantomimes. Because for some reason, oh my god, second killer business idea. Mm. We write an adult pantomime. What is a pantomime? A pantomime is a sort of an um, interactive play. So mm. it's a it's the whole like where is he? He's behind you. Oh, like Dora the Explorer sort of shit. Kind of similar shit like that. And often they'll get into the audience and they'll be like, "What's your name?" I used to go see a lot by Harvest Rain growing up, and they're so much fun because then you're just like, hey, "He's behind you." I can't find him. But what if you had a version of that mm-hmm. where you could be like, "Where's my wife?" And everyone else goes, "Who cares? She's a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and the, and the interaction is you just hanging out with the audience for 59 minutes. <laughs> Should I have another drink? Have one more. And then the actor has to get drunk and do the rest of the show. Dude, that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Dude, th- tell me that's bro not- Bro pantomime. Tell me this bro pantomime. Tell me that's not a stoner's paradise. I would fucking love that. I would watch that. Because fucking uh, the other day, this is the thing. We need evolutions in live performance. Yes, we do. Right? Because you can watch people get blasted in on the internet. Yeah. So like someone being like, whoa, juggling or whatever, doesn't fucking hit the same. Doesn't do it. So we need to evolve it. Beck went to a cabaret, Mm -hmm. and that is the best example of a done art form. Yes. A cabaret, again, dude, you go in and it's like, yeah, they're sexy, but they can sing. But you can't see any nipple. Yeah. And it's like... How much was this ticket? $80? You know what I mean? You don't get to see nipple for $80. When at home, $0. 100% nipple. 100% nipple all the time. Yeah, that's Everything, true. everywhere, all at once, nipple. Oh, and you don't have to put up with their fucking singing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the nipples aren't doing a rendition of Bruno Mars. No. Trying to make like, a- like honky-tonk piano. Yeah. Exactly, trying to make like a sexy rendition of like fucking this hit that eyes talk that shall fight for them. That's what they're doing. I think I think I think it's I think we need to start calling cabarets hornbag traps because they're dressed super sexy and sometimes a lot of their performance is very sexy. Mm. But underneath, you'll just get a boom, ba, ba, boom, because you're amazing, mm. ah, just the way you are, and you're like this. None of this. It's not congruent. I've been to very good cabarets, mm-hmm. but that art form was finished in the 40s. Like, that's done. Dude, if I can't see your nipple and then look down and you, you, you're wearing enclosed shoes as well, so I can't see your feet, I'm not paying $80. <laughs> that's fucked. Okay, well, that's actually perfect for the bro pantomime. Because you'd, you'd have to have a song number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You just put it in a song number and like, because you know what it is, the season. Here's a naked lady for no reason. She just walks in naked, waves, walks out. Perfect. Done. Bro pantomime. Bro pantomime. An evolved art form. Yeah. For something that's actually <laughs> worth going to see. Where your interactions actually mean something. Yeah. Where you get to just be like, yeah, fucking have another one. <laughs> and he will. And, he, and he'll do it. And he'll do it. He'll get fucking blind drunk for you. Dude, instead and of- And then every 20 minutes you get to see a pair of tits getting progressively bigger. Instead of going into the- <laughs> On the back screen. Yeah. Just keeps- 
There you go. The bro pantomime. The chase for the golden tit. Oh. It's a it's a swashbuckling adventure. Yeah. About a bunch of dudes. Mm. It, it, I still reckon we do it like a pantomime. Pirates, right? It's like Pirates of Penzance or whatever. Yeah. But it's just more... It's just fun. Yeah. You go, he goes... You want me to have another bear? And everyone has to go, Yar! Yar! <laughs> Yar, here be the second pair of pirate tits. <laughs> Gotta get a Yar, boys! Yar! yar. <laughs> I he be the third pair of pirate tits. This is us. This is us pitching it to Side Door Theatre in Newtown. <laughs> No, no, wait, come back. <laughs> Dude, real quick, did you uh, see that they moved the doomsday clock forward? No, I didn't. Why did they move this doomsday clock forward? I'm not sure entirely. I, I might have to Google it, but I think it's because Flume won the Triple J's Hottest 100. It was just fucking, it was, I don't, I, see, it just made me, this was the first one that had made me feel genuinely old. Yeah. Because I just don't, I don't know what a spacey Jane is. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. I'm sure it's exactly. I'm sure she's lovely. I'm sure Jane is lovely, but I don't know what I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, this I still think, like, you and I probably aren't the eight, like Triple J demographic. No, we're right? the we're the host demographic. Yeah. I mean, if they actually wanted us to be hosts. Yeah. 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 We'll be hosts. Hey, we've got this great idea for uh, we've got this great idea for Breaking Radio. We spent mm. forty five minutes talking about the wars. <laughs> It's why I always want to be a weather. It's why like a, a a thing that I think would be cool it was to be a weatherman. Yeah. Like a funny weatherman. Mm-hmm. Because you have more leeway and the most popular weatherman clips are when the weatherman fucks up mm. or he's mad about something. Yeah. One, oh, 100%. Because there's like, they used, they used to be the, the court jesters. Yeah. They were the ones that could make fun of the king. <laughs> They're the ones that could make fun of the Kashi. The Kashi. <laughs> Is they would cut to the weatherman and he was the silly one. Yeah. That was a sick time. And everyone else has arts degrees. He's got a degree in meteorology. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's but, still the silly but one. But he's wearing a pinwheel hat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you can see, Koshi, uh, it's, it's blowing quite a gale here. Yeah. Up the- Unlike your wife, Kosh. All right. I like your wife, Koshi. Anyway. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, what a fucking Oh, bitch. isn't he funny? We love a funny weatherman. Because the 90s, you could just, you could do shit like that. And if you see like clips from old weatherman clips, they're like really on the line oh yeah dude i love that i love that it's so it would have hurt like a motherfucker mm. but that old video of that british weather lady in a in like a huge storm and the stop sign hits a straight oh, in the no, face i didn't see that it hits a straight in the face oh. she goes down the camera cuts that's rough it is hilarious <laughs> and she lived so it's okay all right cool i think she has a lazy eye now but oh, she's all right fuck but it's the funniest shit in the world Right. And it breaks my heart. Hold on, I'll see if I can bring it up. See if you can find it. But yeah. I just don't, I have no faith in the doomsday clock. As a concept, I'm like, what it's are you mad. just, you're just moving it forward a little bit? Oh, it's been seconds to midnight for 50 years. But to be fair, it is one of those things, you're right, because you'll see like the who the committee is that yeah. move it forward. And you're like, you all just needed something to do. Yeah, and also you're also you're right. For you guys, this is it coming. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot sooner than ninety seconds from midnight for you. Yeah. For you five. Yeah, maybe maybe five seconds. So ten ten seconds potentially. Do you know I would stop looking at the clock because it could be any time now. For real. Exactly. I'm like, when you see those people, I'm like, go fucking where are your grandkids? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, go hug your grandkids. You think you're making them happy by being like, I yeah. get to move the yeah. big shine. Just so everybody remembers, the apocalypse is near. Uh, 
It's like you just fucking you the ba- ultimate bearer of bad news because you just come out with like just a reminder. <laughs> one day we're all gonna die. You're like, oh fuck you, dude. That's the only time you see him. You only see him. They should get people that we like to move the doomsday clock forward so it balances it out. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Kevin Hart Sp- coming out. Spanian. Oi, we're fucking forty seconds from midnight. <laughs> you fucking dog. <laughs> Hoodoos, dickhead! <laughs> We're fucking 40 seconds from midnight! Hoodoos! Okay, I gotta show this weatherman clip. Uh. Don't make unnecessary journeys! Don't take risks on treacherous roads! And don't swim in the sea! Incredibly, people have been spotted in the water <laughs> here in Black Rock and Salt Hill both today and yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> Dude, that was not funny at all. What the fuck? You were like, you're like, trust me, it's fucking hilarious. That was one of the most fucking sc- terrifying things I've ever seen. It's gonna fucking haunt me. What the fuck? <laughs> you fucking sit there and tell me that's not a little bit funny. You piece of shit. <laughs> I thought it would be like a silly and she would make like a noise, like, Ugh. Or whatever. Like, so you know that she's fine. That looks like it cut her head clean off. (laughs) You're like, no, no, trust me. I know it's kind of fucked up, but it's like really funny. That's haunting. I I think it's really funny. Alex, it's a stop sign. What did the weather report do? <laughs> it stopped. I've never seen you hit that register. Oh, phone call. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So time for a free lunch. Okay. Now, look, we've had two in a row now where they're like, we'll email you and get in contact. Yeah. We haven't heard from the dog hotel and we haven't heard from Red Rooster. We need to start hitting them up. And be like, just chasing this one up. Like, like Actually, fucking, we should, yeah. Like psychopaths. Actually, you know what? That's next week. Yeah. We're going to chase up Red Rooster next week. Chase up Red Rooster. Just being like, oi, just so you know, we're not letting this go. We're not letting this go. All right? We are willing to get tattoos. We are unsolicited phone call. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Well, i tell you what, actually. I could be proactive with the dog hotel and email them. Do that. I reckon do it. All right. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that next week and we'll fill everyone in what happens with that next week. All right. Just absolute fucking the drudges of society following up with you. <laughs> Hi. Right. Uh, just circling back around to this handout we were looking for. <laughs> Dude, someone's going to fucking come into work and like they just like they had to take their mum to the hospital and shit. Yeah. And then they get like, all right, time to open the emails. It's like, hey, what the fuck is going <laughs> What the fuck is going on over there? Dude? We know you've got chicken in there. <laughs> Just give us, the, put the chicken outside. So I was be like, oh, fuck. I have to respond to this, dude. Oh, and the hospital's calling about mum as well. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, just maybe we need a parent's death from the manager for him to just let this slide through. Yeah, be like, honestly, bro, it could be worse than us having a free lunch. Yeah, fuck it. I wanna, I'll have a free lunch with him. <laughs> that's how we get turned into, that's how we get turned around into firebombing a red rooster. <laughs> Like, it starts with, uh, and we're like, dude, thank you so much, you're a legend. He's like, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, well, hold on. What's getting you down? Mm. And then he tells us, mm. and then also his job's really stressful, mm. so we go get a couple of beers. Yeah. And then one of us has this great idea, hits him, 
Mm. To be like, guys, let's burn down Red Rooster Summer Hill. Yeah. And we only have known him to be a generous, kind man. And so we agree with him. Yeah. And he then- literally gave us a free lunch earlier. <laughs> Turns out that he actually stole the lunch. <laughs> you're like, you're like, dude, I don't know if we should do this. And I'm like, Sam, he literally gave us a free lunch earlier. Now you want to disrespect him by saying, Are you, dude, the firebombing of Red Rooster. Mm, all right, okay. All right, look. you say it to him. <laughs> Smash cut to him, like, just cheering, taking off the Red Rooster hat. He's like, I never worked there. I'm just an anarchist. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, we got done here. He was so cool earlier. He was the sickest. Damn. <laughs> all right, okay. Side quest. <laughs> if you are calling in regards to a reservation, Kinda. please press one. If you are calling in regards to an event, please press two. I think it might be an event. <sighs> no, I think it's a reservation. Reservation. Oh, it sounds like a fun kitchen in there. This is the most nervous I've been for one of these. Too, this is a very fancy restaurant. Je me Sexy phone. Mm. I'll be the cigarette smoke behind you. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, time to cut off my I'm cigarette smoke. <laughs> Ooh. Your call is very important to us. Please wait for the next available agent. I'm waiting for an agent. I definitely said the tea. I'm still just cigarette smoke around Sam. Jean-Lé, Volevon, Rochembouge. Just fucking floating here, dude. From my joy, or from me, I made love in the patisserie. Oh my god. Kiss her on the cherry red lips. Your call is very important to us. Please wait for the next available agent. That woman is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fucking musical genius. (laughs) Thank you for calling Schoolhouse Reservations. Restaurant Hubert, please press one. Oh, they put us back on the cycle. Fuck it, bro. Fuck it. Oh, man, that's heartbreaking. Just fuck Hubert forever. I'm not even going to say Hubert. Fuck it, it's Hubert. Fuck Hubert. Dude, you work at Hubert. Cafe Hubert. Get (laughs) fucked. Restaurant Hubert? Yeah. You're being rebranded to Cafe Hubert. Deli Hubert. It's pathetic. You piece of shit. You Jesus Christ. The coffee club would never like this. No, the coffee club wouldn't stand for it. We actually should call the coffee club next. Do you reckon we should call the coffee club? Next week. Next Next week? week. All right, okay. Next week. We took this one up to a full-blown loss. Take that Hubert, you fucking cafe, not restaurant being cunt. Yeah, that's a piece of shit. Fuck you, dude. That's it. Maybe they maybe they've got that whole thing where we're creating the mystique that it's really hard to get a reservation here, and it's a very nice spot. But let me be honest, it wasn't. Yeah, you know, eat th- that. There's not too many people that are like, oh, I would like some cold octopus terrine. Yeah, there's only stupid idiots like me yeah. who actually thought that would taste good. Exactly, That's the only bad thing. Everything you, else was amazing. Hey, you want some escargot with a side of the truth? Hey, it wasn't that good, Hubert. I hardly know, yeah. Hey. And I'm happy about it. Suck on that. Suck on my lick. 
French pieces. Fucking shit. French frog eating some <laughs> motherfuckers. Where is the cheese eating surrender monkeys? Dude, not eating food from a country that has never won a war. We're done. We're finished here, bud. Wait, hold on. What? Did France go good? And we do forget about Napoleon. Oh, you always fucking forget about Napoleon. You All do right. ever you do, don't you? Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. France fell but France fell off after Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon, Napoleon was the last sick one. Napoleon was the only cool one. You know what his legacy is? Mm. There's big tubs of ice cream where there's three flavors. Yeah, dude. That is, that's a great legacy. Actually. It is. It's actually not bad. That's fantastic. Caesar got the salad. Yeah. Napoleon got the ice cream that's chocolate vanilla. <laughs> that's <laughs> way better. What is other, what, what the fuck has anyone else done for you? This guy gave you chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla in one tub. And you still disrespected him enough to fuck up how to spell Napoleon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, how dare you? I love getting Napoleon, Napoleon ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> it's a lovely little short little container. <laughs> Strawberry chocolate vanilla. That's my classic dessert. I have Hitler shortcake with Napoleon <laughs> ice cream. Put that in your Stalin soup and drink hey. it. Right? Dude, fresh franchise idea. Dictator dinners. Dictator dinners. <laughs> Pole one pot. Yeah, because you know how like you'll go to like <laughs> you like you'll go to you know how you'll go to like um like a, a Milky Lane or something. Yeah, and they'll be like, "This is the fucking two packed, two packed with chicken burger." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's after it's shitty puns yeah. after rappers. Yes, we should do that, but with dictators. Ooh. There isn't a single one with dictators. The, yeah, you could just be like this the Hitler famous. halloumi burger. The Hitler halloumi <laughs> <laughs> burger, dude. <laughs> the Hitler halloumi burger actually immediately sounds delicious. So I'm, I'm like, like, God, dude, the final solution to your hunger. Am I right? <laughs> I hope it's as tasty as the gravity of his crimes. <laughs> this this could be the, Alex. This could be a great idea. That's what I'm saying, bro. How how hard is it alone to get out? The chairman melted cheese extravaganza burger. Cure <laughs> oh. your famine. Zaubuns. Zaubuns. It's great. It's also a good name for the actual business. Zaubuns. Zaubuns. <laughs> Zaubuns. Dude, have you tried the cheese Jinping? It's <laughs> cheese Jinping. To oh, die that's for. dude. That's so much better. Xi Jinping is. <laughs> We're sitting right there. That's so Xi good. <laughs> Kimchi Jong Il burger. <laughs> what else we got? What are the famous dictators? Um, Frank Furter Ferdinand. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. the hot dog option. <laughs> like that. That's the hot dog option. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of like outside the big ones. Yeah. Because you know you could do a Stalin steak. Classic. But I need to be perfectly honest with you. Xi Jinping and Hitler Halloumi Burger are pretty incredible. <laughs> Hitler Halloumi Burger is like zero creativity <laughs> no, as well. But it's it, just a Halloumi Burger that they put Hitler in front of. Like they didn't even try to make a pun. They were like, this is the Hitler Halloumi Burger. No questions. Nice big bowl of Benito Mussolini. Oof. Ooh, that's good. Authentic. Kremlin crab sandwich. Oh, that's good. That sounds quite nice as well. I would actually eat that. 
also, as a franchise, we're anti-Ukraine. <laughs> we bucked the trend really, really hard. We have a Ukraine sucks rap. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's our worst rap. It's just, it's just that in mayo. Okay, have some, have some tortilla oh, yeah, with mayo. The, U- the Ukraine sucks rap. All money donated, all money purchased from the Ukraine sucks rap goes to the Russia <laughs> to buy them new guns. <laughs> Who's the Cuban dude? Castro. Castro, yeah. Mm. I just want to say vanilla Castro. Vanilla. Oh. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. I'm not entirely sure what it is, but the vanilla Castro. Oh, I know what it is. It's like a Mexican style cola with a big do- a dollop of vanilla ice cream. It's Oy. a spider. It's a Mexican cola spider. Bro. A vanilla Castro. You have no idea what we're fucking sitting on here. We are man. building a gold mine here. This is the number one franchise in Sydney. Zalbun's the final solution to your hunger. Done. Finished. Come in and have the Hitler Halloumi burger with a side of vanilla Castro. Who the fuck is going to go to like the Biggie Smalls loaded fries after that? You're not going to Milky Lane after you How's this that. for a marketing technique? When you order it with chips, the chips comes out and there's only like four chips. And then they're like, um, shouldn't this be higher? And we're like, no, nah, that's about how many. I, I that's think- about how many we, we, uh, we you get. <laughs> All right, if you are listening to this right now, you need to know that we've just cut out five minutes of where that riff ended up going because it was... <laughs> got really fucked there for a second. Yeah, yeah, true. But that's the fucking... way. To be fair, when you set out to fucking build the first dictator burger, mm. it's going to get murky when we start it's talking gonna, about... Gonna, so, so every now and again, the topic's going to get murky. Yeah, that is going to... It is going to... It's going to get dicey naturally. You know what I mean? But... We set out to do a restaurant based on all the dictators that ever happened. Mm. Sometimes the chat will get tense. It's also odd to be like, you could never make like a Hitler burger chain. <laughs> Getting into an, like a real <laughs> argument over like what we're going to name the fudge. It'd be like, that's fucked. Like you can't call it. <laughs> like getting offended by what someone decided would be <laughs> the atrocity that we named the fudge. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's completely fine with Xi Jinping, Hitler halloumi burger, Kremlin crab sandwich, and then all of a sudden they're like, why is it called We Never Got to There Fudge? Well, you see, the Nazis were trying to get into Africa, and they couldn't go all the way down. All the calories are less than 6 million, actually. <laughs> yeah, the calories actually out. It, it wasn't really 6 yeah, million. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Dude? I'm so, the Xi Jinping was fine, but then to be like, dude, we can't fucking call it the White Lives Matter Fudge. <laughs> that you would put on top of Blue Lives Matter boysenberry <laughs> ice cream. We can't. <laughs> That's what pedestrian gets mad at. They get mad at that. Dude, this is a fucking logistical nightmare. The famous Hitler Halloumi burger has been doing the rounds recently, but Zao Buns insists that White Lives Matter fudge name is staying. <laughs> And then it just cuts to you and I on the news. Oh, fuck. We're going to get murdered in the press. <laughs> oh, we're done. Oh, we're, we're fucking, fucking done. done. <laughs> just because we were trying to be edgy. <laughs> we're just trying to have a bit of fun. Be oh, a little cheeky. Fuck.
Oh, no, I have to return the car. Do I have kids to feed? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> really put all our fucking Hitler eggs in one basket. Oh, we've got to stop calling those Hitler eggs, by oh, the way. Fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler eggs, Benny. God damn it. Fuck. Say goodbye to the breakfast menu. <laughs> That's how we handle it. We're like, we don't do breakfast it's anymore. Just, it's less racist. <laughs> if we don't do breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> breakfast was too racist. <laughs> Told you it was a bad idea to call it the slavery is good sausage muffin. Seriously, there's six items. We take them down. We don't have to go to Q&A. <laughs> Just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean it. I'm not fucking keeping the N-word hash brown. It's not. <laughs> we weren't even in agreement on that initial pitch. <laughs> But we are backed into a corner now. The N-word hash brown has Jesus. got to go. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Someone get me the guy that named it that. The fuck were you thinking? <laughs> what about the 9-11 24-7 special? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. Do we have to take down the 9-11 churros? This isn't going to work. <laughs> the market responded. I, thought they, I, I really thought they would have come after us after that killer ad campaign. The 9-11 special. Never forget. These deals. <laughs> Um, all right. That's D- everything. Subscribe on YouTube, Ag- Spotify. Again, if you want a jack off encouragement or whatever, email us. Wallfreelunchpod at gmail.com. And uh, that's it. We've got some stuff coming up soon to talk to you about. But other than that, I hope you have a good week. Stay safe. Get that lunch. Love you, everybody. Bye. Bye.